0: So today, I wanted to talk with you all about how we lack nothing in Christ. You know, as we continue to do life, we are going to be facing obstacles that are going to make us question, God, am I able to do this? Right? Whether it's, do I have the skills to do this? Do I have the resources to do this? Or maybe you're just in a season right now where it's really hard to love someone because they've hurt you so much and you're just like, God, I don't even know if I can. Well, I wanna encourage you today with this message that in Christ, we lack nothing, which means that in Him, we can do all things, right? Philippians talks about it, how we can do all things through God who gives me strength. And this reality is so true. I mean, recently I've just found myself, actually multiple times throughout my life, just thinking, God, like, how can I love this person? Or how can I forgive what they've done? You know, that's always been an area of weakness in mine but God has been consistently reminding me that in him, he has glorious riches, right? In fact, Ephesians talks about how every, we have access to every spiritual blessing in Christ. Ephesians one three says, "'Praise be to God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, "'who has blessed us in the heavenly realms "'with every spiritual blessing in Christ.'" So in Jesus, we have access to everything we need, right? And the verse I really want to park in, we're gonna be in Ephesians a lot today, but go to Ephesians 3, like just read the whole chapter, like it's so good. We're not going to read the chap- the whole chapter right now, but I do want to read a portion of it. And in the midst of my weakness, God led me here. And so I'm going to read this to you, Ephesians 3, 14 to 20. It says, For this reason, I kneel before the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth derives his name. I pray that out of his glorious riches, he may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And I pray that you being rooted and established in love, may have power together with all the Lord's holy people to grasp how wide, long, and how high and deep is the love of Christ. And know that this love surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. So I just wanna break up this verse, but when I first read this, the first thing that God was highlighting to me was his glorious riches. Out of his glorious riches, He may strengthen us with his power through his spirit in our inner being. So in that moment when I was struggling to love this person, God reminded me, Gabby, I have the power to strengthen you through my spirit, to strengthen your inner being. Because many times when we're going through a tough season, it's it's our inner man, right? That's struggling. It's our emotions. It's our, our, our thoughts, And that's where we have the spirit to strengthen us. God was recently leading me to Zechariah where God says, not by my might, nor by my power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. And God was basically saying to Zechariah that he was going to empower Zerubbabel to rebuild the temple, right? There was a task that God had and it was just so hard to rebuild this temple. It's something that they've been trying and trying, but they've been facing obstacles. But God said by his spirit, Zerubbabel will build the temple. He will be successful, right? And so God is saying that the same thing in Ephesians 1. He says, by his spirit, we will gain power through the the power of God to have the strength to do what we need to do. And so whatever you're going through, don't tell yourself, I can't do this. You can by God's strength. God even tells us that he will not tempt us beyond what we can do. He will always strengthen us and give us a way out. And God promises that when the spirit is in us and his power is dwelling in us, Christ will also dwell in us through faith. So we just need to take this by faith, guys. That's it. Because you might be asking, okay, well, how do I get God's power and how do I get his glorious riches? It's simply through faith. You receive by having faith. When we read it, even in the New Testament, Jesus says many times, your faith has healed you. So if our faith is what brings our healing, so does our faith, It's also our faith that brings the glorious riches of God upon our lives manifested through us. You know, even the powers of healing or the powers of prophecy, all these things are grabbed through faith. And we know that the source is always the Holy Spirit, who is Jesus. And another second part that I want to really emphasize, and I pray that you would pray this prayer, is God, help me to be rooted and established in your love. Right? Like when we are so rooted and established in God's love, we become so like so invincible. Nothing can touch us, nothing can shake us, because we are rooted and established in his love. And Paul even says here that when we are rooted and established in his love, therefore we can be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. We get to live out and experience everything that God has for us. And that's always my prayer through these podcasts or these videos, is that we would find God real in our lives. You know, many times when people are struggling with anxiety or um, with pain or unforgiveness, many times we think like, well, I hope God heals me, right? Like we think that's gonna be a you know couple year process. And it's true, everyone's healing journey is different. You know, you could be completely healed in a day or, complete, or it might take years. But what I tell people is that every day you can have peace. Every day you can be healed. You might have to come to Jesus every day for healing, but every day Jesus has access his presence has has the power to give us that peace that we need, that comfort that we need, where we won't have to walk in anxiety, where we won't have to walk in anger. And like I said, it may take days where every day we have to come to him, but we know that he is healer and in him, he will comfort us. Like Jesus invites us, he says, come, cast your anxieties on me because I care for you. Bring me your burdens and I will lift them for you. So this is the invitation that we have every single day that we can come to him. And I think I mentioned this too in my um, previous podcast. I was listening to Joyce Meyer, and I love what she says. She says that, you know, when, we, when we're sick, we take medicine. And sometimes that medicine takes time. You know, sometimes it takes a week or two weeks for us to get healed. Well, our medicine is Jesus. And sometimes we need to go to him like every day to get healed in a particular area. But we can know that when we take the medicine, we are getting healed. We are feeling better. So when you come to the Lord, come with expectation. Right? Come with, that's what faith is. Faith is expectation that Jesus is going to come through. It's confidence and what we hope for, right? Things that we don't see, but we have confidence that they're going to come. And that's what faith is. We can take these promises of God, these inheritance by faith, by declaring it with their mouth. And in Ephesians 3.20, it says here, Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us. Once again, it's talking about his power that is at work within us, right? So God is able to do within us what we cannot do ourselves. And this is so important because like what I was mentioning, when I felt like I couldn't love or forgive, God was telling me, I can do measurably more than what you think you can do, right? Now to him who is was able to do measurably more than all we ask or imagine. And this can refer to so many things, guys, right? Even if you're in a place right now where you're tasked with a huge assignment and you're like, God, I've never done this before. How am I gonna do this? He is able to do Right beyond what you can ask or imagine, his power at work within you. And so I have confidence that whatever, God, whatever assignment God has called you to, he will equip you. If he's called you to be a mother, he will give you the strength and the love to be a good mother or a good father in that season. If he's called you to be a husband or a wife, God will give you the strength to do that faithfully. If he's called you to invent something in your job or to take on a task or to, be, to speak on stage, whatever it looks like, his power is able to equip you and so this goes back to my original message that we lack nothing in christ we lack nothing in him that's why psalm 23 says the lord is my shepherd i lack nothing right and a shepherd provides a shepherd protects and a shepherd guides so in christ we have nothing and so we can't say that we're we're in lack and many times you know in the physical realm it can look like that right where it's like god i don't know where the finances are going to come or I don't know how I'm gonna do this. I don't see the people, I don't see the partners, whatever it looks like, but we have to declare like, no, Jesus, because I have you, I lack nothing because he has access to everything and God can do anything really. I mean, we're still called to step out. You know, I, I wanna share a quick testimony. I'm gonna be doing my book release um, coming out soon, which I'm so excited. My single but In a relationship with God book is finally getting released March 18, which is one day after my birthday. So I just thought that was really funny that God did that. But um, you know, God's been putting my heart to do a book launch and to make shirts that I can give for free for those, you know, for a limited amount for those who buy the book. And so I was like, God, you know, it would be nice to have people donate these shirts because right now, you know, we we are we could need we could use the support right with the books because we've made an investment on them and whatnot. And the Lord answered my prayers. Like, not only did He bring a company to help us but they also have a heart for the Lord. They're Christians, right? And it's just so beautiful how God is just bringing their resources. And like I said beforehand, I'm like, I don't know where it's gonna come from, but the the, the God's favor is there. His favor is there. And so I wanna encourage you guys to proclaim that. I also wanna re- read to you guys Ephesians 1, 17 and 19. I love Ephesians. It's just been such a good book that I've been parked in. But Paul writes and he says, I keep asking that God... Of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that you may know him better. I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you. Once again, he talks about his riches of his glory, the riches of his glorious inheritance in his holy people, and his incomparable great power for us who believe. Again, it's talking about the power, and even Paul talks about the power that raised Jesus up resurrected him is also in us. Like guys, like there is power in Christ. He is the ultimate power. He is the King of kings and Lord of lords. I know nowadays there's so many other things that people are looking to, other powers, but the truth is God is a true power and he is the only one that is light. And you know, many times it's hard for us to just take it and understand that there's only one truth. And I can understand because we, we want to be accepting to all people, you know, but God doesn't tell us to accept everything. He says to love everyone, but to accept and embrace truth, right? Truth. And this is the truth that in Jesus, only in Him, do we have eternal life, salvation, but also we have the power to live the life He created us to be because He is our creator, right? Because He is our creator, He is the one who empowers us. Ephesians also talks about it too, that we are His workmanship created in Christ Jesus to do good works. God made us now and He has given us a spirit evermore to walk out what he has called us to do. And so there are many stories in the Bible that, you know, are great examples that we lack nothing in Christ. But I want to just kind of dive in into the story of Joseph. He's been just, just love the story of Joseph. Um, but we, you know, you all many know, know that Joseph was sold, you know, into slavery and God had given him dreams that he was going to be lifted up, that his brothers were going to bow down to him and many others. But, you know, life took him where it looked like the complete opposite. And, it, and it, if you look at Joseph's life, you would say he has nothing, right? He has no house. He has no property. He has no identity. He was a slave. But here's a thing that we don't see that is true, is that he actually didn't lack anything because he was a child of God, right? He lacked nothing because God was with him. And when you read Genesis, the story of Joseph, you'll constantly see that it's spoken and said, God was with him. Right, Joseph had success, he had favor because God was with him. They noted that he did well in his works and that God was with him. And because God was with him, Joseph lacked nothing. Right, so in the physical realm, it can look like we have nothing, but when you have Jesus, you have everything. Genesis 39, 21, it says the Lord was with him, with Joseph. He showed him kindness and granted him favor in the prison warden. Genesis 41, 16, when Joseph was called up to interpret Pharaoh's dream, I love what Joseph says. He says, I cannot do it, Joseph replied to Pharaoh, but God will give Pharaoh the answer he desires. You see, Joseph recognized that without God, he could do nothing. He had no access to interpret the dreams, but he knew that because he had access to God, that he was God's child, that he could interpret Pharaoh's dream, right? So Joseph acknowledged that he was not in luck. And I, I, I can imagine, you know, maybe there were times where he was discouraged, but I know that Joseph remembered who was with him. And so if you're in a place right now where you feel like you're just discouraged or things are not going the way it looks like, know that God is with you. God promises to never leave us or forsake us. He never left Joseph, even though Joseph was in prison, even though he was in his deepest pit, God was still with him. And so wherever you are at, even if you're like in the darkest season of your life, God is still with you because God is still with you You don't lack anything. You have everything that you need and God will turn things around. Sometimes we have to go through sufferings to grow perseverance, to see God's hand move, right? And I know that, I mean, we know the story. After that, Joseph immediately gets promoted secondhand under Pharaoh, right? And he ends up, the the vision that God had given Joseph came true. He ended up saving Egypt and his family. And so know that with God, We have everything that we need. And I want to encourage you guys to hold on to that verse in Isaiah that says, those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar high like wings on eagles. They will walk and not be faint. They will run and not grow weary. Like this is what we get to have when we hope in God is we will never grow weary and we will never lose hope. So I want to end with um, just sharing this verse to you. It's Genesis 41, 38 to 39. So Pharaoh asked them, can we find anyone like this man? One who is whom is the Spirit of God? Then Pharaoh said to Joseph, Says, God has made all this known to you. There is no one so discerning and wise as you. And moving on, I'm actually gonna also read verse 42. Then Pharaoh took his signet ring from his finger and put it on Joseph's finger. He dressed him in robes of fine linen and put a gold chain around his neck. Right? That that's that was a sign of royalty. And we'll read the story of the prodigal son. If you actually look into that in Luke 15. The dad quickly says, quick, bring the best robe and put it on him. Put a ring on his finger and sandals on his feet. And so we too, like Joseph, we are children of God. We are royalty. So know that you have many promises in God and all we have to do is look to him. That's all we need to do. And I love it because we were created to glorify God, right? And Joseph is a great example where God was glorified. Pharaoh clearly knew, okay, Joseph's got favor because God is with him. And so know that God is all about showing off in your life. And so wherever you are at, ask God, God, how can I surrender myself? How can I rejoice? God, give me a greater revelation of what it means that you are always with me. So I love to pray for you guys. God, I thank you, Lord, for those who are listening in, Lord. God, you know exactly where they're at, their needs, God, their situations, their circumstances. But I thank you, God, that you are a God of the abundance, God, that you can do anything. Lord, you say in your word in Matthew that with man, this is is impossible, but with God, all things are possible. So I thank you, God, that we can run with this attitude that wherever you call us, you're going to be there, God. That you are going to come through for us and that we have access to you and your power lord i thank you god that you have given us your holy spirit lord right now god and i pray lord for those who have not received god that they would receive and be filled with the holy spirit right now lord that they would be filled with their spirit god because you have anointed us to set captives free to bind the brokenhearted lord to release prisoners free from darkness into your light so god i pray for empowerment to come into that you would wake up those who hear this message that if they need to get their lives right, that they will get their lives right now, God. Because Lord, the things that are coming are just not worth forsaking you, Lord. I pray that you would give them this revelation, God, to wake up and to run with you, so that they would continue to seek you day and night, that your word would be the bread. You say that you are the bread of life, Jesus, and you are the word itself. So let us just eat up your word in the season. When we're in doubt, God, I pray that we proclaim your word. Lord, equip us with your word today, God, that we would defeat the enemy with your word. Whatever doubt we have, whatever discouragement we're facing, that we would just continue to proclaim your word because your word is our shield, God. So we thank you, God, that you are a provider, Lord, that you are able to bless us abundantly so that we have all we need at all times to abound in every good work. I thank you, God, that you are a God who provides, that you are a God who gives us more than enough and you do immeasurably more than what we ask or imagine. So I pray, God, that this truth would be reality to every single person listening right now. I thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. So I pray that you've been encouraged with this. Guys, if you have, please write a review if you're listening on the podcast. This helps us get, you know, more people tuning in. And don't forget to share this, too, to someone who may need this. And if you guys have been blessed by our ministry, please, please pray and consider partnering with us. We are needing monthly partners to expand our ministry to do more, to build resources like this for you all. Um, and we definitely cannot you know, be where we're at with those who are currently giving, but we definitely are in need of more partners for this coming year. So you can give at livingrevelations.com slash donations. So I hope that you've been blessed by this message. God bless you and I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast and are blessed. Check out our blogs at livingrevelations.com and follow Living Revelations on Facebook and Instagram. Don't forget to subscribe and share this podcast to others if you've been blessed. See you all in the next podcast.